from Brooklyn Internet. This what this is? Is the newlyweds. Is the newlyweds. Brought to you in Samsonic Audio. The newlyweds. The newlyweds podcast. Sponsored by Cataldo's Restaurant. 583 Vanderbilt Avenue. This is Movie Phone. (laughs) (laughs) Internet, internet, what's really gravy? What's really a populating? What's really antiseptic? What's really a coagulating? Wow. What's really a figuratively, a rhombastically... The rhombus triangle has... Okay, listen. What's rhombulating? <laughs> oh, my good friends. My good friends on the World Wide Web. The internet. What's How up? How are y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing, Stitcher? How y'all doing, iTunes? How y'all doing, SoundCloud? I can't wait get much higher. Can we get much higher? So My name is Dallas Penn. And who am I? You are Chocolate Snowflake. And together we are... The Newlywed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm feeling so uh, giddy. You know I know. Feeling, you know why I'm feeling giddy? Because, um, man, we just came back from, from a fanta- fantastic journey. Fantastic sojourn into deep into the heart of Texas. Actually, it was deep into the heart of health. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was into ourselves, how we can assist in our own healing process, mm-hmm. whatever may ail you. If mm-hmm. it's a zombie foot, yes, or you know, stressed out exhaustion, yes, or well, it won't solve the problem if you have no head at all. That's not healable. Yeah. But just about anything short of beheading, you're good. Rest in peace to the chicken who <laughs> was beheaded. Rest in peace to the chicken at the retreat. Beheaded. Yeah, yeah. We were at, we were at a vegan retreat. Also, I um, this was my first. Well, I mean, Chocolate Snowflake has definitely prepared vegan dishes for me previously, but we've never. I've never gone for an entire week. You've never gone full vegan. Yeah, yeah. I've never <laughs> gone for an entire week going hard body vegan. <laughs> And like not vegetarian, internet's vegan. So how did you explain? Find it? Well, first of all, chocolate snowflake, could you please explain to the audience the difference between veg- vegetarian and yes. vegan? Sure. I think our audience probably knows this, but just please for clarity's sake. Um, so vegans eat no animal products. 
So that includes dairy, so milk, cheese, yogurts, eggs, honey they don't eat because that's an animal product from bees. Vegetarians can and often do eat, you know, dairy-based, cow-based yogurts, cheeses, milk, obviously. So vegans use alternatives. Would you, like would you, almond milk. For a second, would you not have to argue, though, that vegans are being a little duplicitous in saying that they don't eat animal products? Uh, Parquois. I mean, how can you not eat anything on the earth which is basically a derivative of animals pollinating, procreating, and whatever animals do that helps the entire cycle of the earth uh, grow? Well, I mean, I suppose you have a point. I think they draw the line essentially at things that... Directly produced. Directly produced by animals or the animals themselves, obviously. They don't eat any meat of any kind. Right. And also that there is this... They eat fruit meat. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Internet, you know, you know how I get. They don't meet. What they don't. What they don't meet. What they don't meet. What they don't eat. What they don't eat. They don't eat. But meat. Mm. Toe meat. Mm-hmm. No ear meat. No titty meats. Mm-hmm. They they don't eat flesh. I was I was really like sometimes you set me up and I think oh my goodness she's gonna hit me with a fantastic joke or punchline. No, there's no joke or punchline. You just be leaving me hanging sometimes, but I love that. I love that. I still trust you and I believe in you. Well, I actually thought you were gonna jump into that list with titty meats, but you didn't. So then I had to do it. No, no. I I, like when you set up your joke. I want you to have your joke. I don't want to have to be an accessory. Oh, other than just the setup. Other than just the setup, man. Okay. I mean, sometimes, you're, you're sometimes. a gracious setup man or setup person. Yeah. For me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I want to do the same for you when you have a when you have a joke to tell. Oh, I didn't have a joke to tell. Let me let me tell you something funny. So again, boom. I had no meats to sell. CS and I are at this retreat, and what I've found is that around um, strangers, married couples, and I kind of knew this already because I I witnessed this with my parents. But married cu- couples have about four to five stories. It's true that they bring everywhere it's with true. them. Four to five little setups, little punchlines, little anecdotes. And if you spend enough time around them, after a few years, you'll kind of know when, when something's about to spool out. So um, I'm trying to think of what the situation well, was. Where someone I... came around Someone came around to the table and they were like, um, I can't remember. This. Is this your, I like my whatever? Like, like I, I like, like my, yeah. What, um, was, what was the situation? Please remind me. Remind me. Remind me so we don't take. It wasn't coffee. No nah. one drinks coffee right. at this retreat either. You couldn't drink coffee there. No coffee. Whenever, whenever we get off at coffee, I like to tell people, I like my coffee like I like my women. Light and sweet. Oh, brother. Every <laughs> single time. I and and when I start saying that, like, yo, you can look over at CS and you can look at her face just like, oh, God. Here we go again. You know, like, like whenever so. someone asks me, like, oh, how would you like your coffee? You, I did the first thing I do is I look at Sia's just so that her face can like, <laughs> like, oh, go ahead, go ahead and say it. But um, anywho, anywho, so my my basic premise is that yo, married couples be having four, they maybe five at most. But you spend a time with them and you're like, oh god, they're gonna tell this fucking I, story again. I just feel they're like tell this joke again. we have like all married couples routines. You know, it's like the story of how your foot got to be the way it was, which is why we were there. So, right. of course. But we definitely have, like, a way of telling it that's yes. 
you know, you put on your top hat, I put on my white gloves, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a little jazz hands involved, mm-hmm. you know, someone does a little high step with a cane, oh, my <laughs> honey, and then, you know, we, we take a bow, and it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know, what other stories did you tell? You told that ridiculous, non-joke joke about coffee, which also applies to chicken, which didn't apply there because it was vegan. Right, right. Although no there coffee, were mad no chickens. Ch- all, there were chickens there, yeah, but yeah, just yeah, not uh, for consumption. Right, right. There were chickens there basically chickens living were like people. ruling the roost. <laughs> they were up in that piece living like people. Yes. All right. When you mess with hard body vegans, like, yo, like, the funny thing about hard body vegans is hard body vegans, like most folks who be really into cause, causes will go hard for that cause, but other causes, not so much. So when, you, when you're having discussions with folks and, and you want to talk about gun control, and we're in Texas, mind you. And everybody in Texas has a gun. Like, like if you go to France, a six-year-old kid uh, walks around with a bottle of red wine. <laughs> in Texas, you're six years old, you get your first gun. Okay, so everybody in Texas walk around with guns. Yep. And the reason why they have guns is because Mexicans are are coming, are are crossing coming. the river to kill people. Did you this guys is, know that? This is what we learned. Yeah, Mexicans are crossing so, the river. I mean, it went it went from Mexicans no, no, she didn't to illegals. illegals. Okay. So, no, she said Mexicans. She, she said did? Mexicans. And I then just heard her calling we them We turned our face down on Mexicans because I, I asked her, I said, are you sure they're Mexicans? Could they be from South Salvador? <laughs> and then she kind of, uh, you know, she kind of quizzically looked at me like, like huh? Uh, yeah, huh? isn't that Mexico? Yeah, so, so they became illegals. Right. And then they even became aliens. And then they became aliens. So I feel like she evolved. The, the, the person we're <laughs> talking about. deeper into her. Well, I feel like she, she evolved in her terminology. This person we're talking about internet, Chocolate Snowflake, made my whole week. Because she was like, yo, it's a homegirl like a baby face racist. And that became homegirl's nickname. Not public, of course, just between me and CS. But um, homegirl was a baby face racist. And that was so apropos. I mean, homegirl had like, she had a... A little cheerleader yeah, yeah, she demeanor. Had a... <laughs> her whole demeanor was like a cheerleader. I mean, she was a mature woman. Yeah. She was like probably in her 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was, you know, petite, very fit, little augmentation going on. She, she had the whole thing going on. I'll give it to her. And she was very sweet and, um, you know, into guardian angels and nutrition and health. And she was there for all the right reasons. And guns were killing it. Aliens. Until we took this turn, I don't even know how we got there. And all of a sudden, she was like, "No, you need a gun because they're coming across the border to kill us." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were like, "What?" I'm, I'm and then a... she was like, "And then she said, so she's talking about illegals and aliens." And I'm just like looking at this woman, thinking, "Okay, how do I both express my displeasure, mm-hmm. but also direct her in the right direction and point out the contradiction of her various philosophies?" Not possible. That she was all lightness and being, and, not and, possible. You, know, you, you for the can't people, have disgust. You can't give disgust. We were, we were and li- then and then offer. But you weren't there because the day before at the pool, we were okay. having a conversation about police brutality and over militarization of police. I was and she there. She was expressing sympathy and outrage at Eric Garner's murder. I mean, she called it that. Mm. And so she had no problem with this issue of like Black Lives Matter. And she understood the problem of over-militarized police. But as soon as anybody, you know, was coming 
quote unquote across the border, she had like this idea in her head that there were hordes of knife wielding crazed people, you know, and they weren't even people. They were illegals and aliens and they were all coming to kill everybody they, in they, Texas. They, they started out as Mexicans. And uh, she, I mean, she, the thing that made my jaw drop is she was like, well, what I really think should happen is that, and I'm quoting her here, she said, we should put them all in a cage and just give them just enough so they don't die and let them stay there for a day or two so they can know what happens when you cross the border and then we just ship them all back. And I'm like, you mean like a concentration camp? <laughs> is, is that really what you're advocating here? Right, right, How does right. that jibe with the rest of your life philosophy? Right, right, and she was right. like, no, you don't understand. They're coming here to kill us. They're coming here to kill us. I mean, really? And then, and, then, and, then she, and then she's like, oh, look at that butterfly. coffee when we were talking another day because she would just you couldn't avoid her she would just come up to you and start a conversation mm -hmm. and so she had asked a question about her age her relative age and how she looked she said to us that she felt that she had a young body but an old face and someone had kind of intimated that to her and so we were like well and then Dallas was very gracious and said no that's not that's not the case what are you talking about he's like you got a baby face <laughs> <laughs> You, you know why that was so important? <laughs> that was so important that we could that we could say that oh, there because all week oh long god. we have oh wanted to call her babyface baby racist. racist. Oh my god! She so was totally so a baby she gave me racist. the perfect entree to just yes, be like, no, 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 no. you got you a baby face. It. I loved you for it. Yeah, in yeah. That moment. Uh, we had a good time. We had like, a good that's time. That's the man I married. <laughs> we had a good time up in there. But tell tell the people. Tell the people kind of what you got out of it, like what you experienced and what you came away with and why it was so important for you in this journey that we're both on, but you were really on this kind of like health journey, not just because of your foot, but your overall health. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, first of all, the retreat sponsored by um, a radio personality based out of New York, but I mean, this guy could be anywhere at any moment, Gary Null. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, folks in the, in the New York City area may have heard of him. They may listen to him even right. occasionally on WBAI. And he's been on WBAI for like a thousand years. He's like 900 years old. I'm, uh, he's easily a vampire. Easily. Okay, he's vegan. He looks about 60, but he's, he's vegan, easily but he, 900 years old. He's drinking the blood of something, okay? He's drinking watermelon blood. Okay? Yes, yes. But anywho, anywho, so he, he's, he sponsored this retreat. That's how black people do it, you know. <laughs> Black don't crack, neither. Okay, and 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 this retreat was was you know a manifold experience of nutrition, you know of of how to eat to preserve your health, um, of how to live your life in terms of exercise and activity to preserve your health, Mm -hmm. how to you know kind of situate your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and and the people around you um, because part of your physical health begins with your mental health. So, I mean, you know, when people talk about holistic healing, the idea is that you have to understand all of the factors that concern your well-being. And it isn't simply the medicine you take, the food you eat, the workout you do or don't do. Um, But, I mean, it even stretches as deep as, as the clothes you put on your back. You know, it's it's the company you keep. It's it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. So that that's what was going on for me for the entire week, man. I was eating. Uh, I was eating right. I was exercising. I was getting my my exercise on up in this uh, this crazy pool they had, this mineral water pool. Uh, I was just loving that. I missed. I didn't make any of the yoga uh, mm-hmm. sessions. That was kind of that was bad to me because I really needed to try to experience some yoga. Yoga is very important. I feel like I did a lot of good stretching in the pool though, but yoga is still again the techniques mm-hmm. inside yoga. That's what I was missing. But then you know you, we punctuate every evening with a lecture from Gary, and they were they were so informative, so personal, so you know j- just so incredible. Internets. I'm. I made sure that I came and sat down with CS tonight, and and we put the computer on to record a podcast. And I feel like, boy, I, I just feel a different way right now about talking to you. One about my experience, and two about this journey I'm on. Not even realizing I've been on this journey. So many of you that listen to this podcast have fucked with with me, and conversely, CS. I mean, she was behind the scenes. When uh, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. almost to this day, that's right. we launched publicly DallasPen.com yep. back in 2005. When did Katrina hit uh, 10 years ago? August, something like that. Yeah. I, this might be the 10-year anniversary of Katrina. I, I think it might have just passed. That was when we launched uh, DallasPen.com. Right. So, so, I mean, those of you that knew me before DallasPen.com, and I was just simply Dallas Penn, you know. <laughs> Thank y'all. <laughs> Thank y'all for still uh, fucking with me in, in after all these years. But um, I just came back here. Did you feel rejuvenated? I felt rejuvenated. I felt kind of repurposed. Yeah. You know, I kind of felt like, you know, the, the, the wind that got knocked out of my sails with the infection. Yeah. And, and, you know, just kind of, you know, getting myself throttled. I've been creeping my lifestyle back. Slowly, but it's been, you know, I found ways to kind of, you know, turn my swag up, mm-hmm. whether it's putting, you know, some sneakers right. on my crutches. Right, which was vainglorious. You know, or, or you know, just little things to kind of, you know, just to kind of remind me, you know, that I'm a happy dude and, mm-hmm. and you know, I love living life. 
Um, but this this trip just sent me back and like, man, listen, you you know, you do things and and you have a purpose. You know, get to it. Get, get back to it. Bridge gang, about to talk, baby. Got like four ounces in the 20, ah. bitch. Hey, hey, hey. I did a lot of shit just to live this here lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Came straight from the bottom to the top of my lifestyle. Living life like a beginning, this is only beginning. I'm on the top of the mountain, puffing on clouds, and niggas still what your purpose is? Do you feel like you can say that or is it something you still need to kind of think about and meditate on? I'm still meditating your, on your it. purpose. I'm right still now. meditating on my purpose, but but I think I think really what my purpose is yeah. is to live life and and to be an example to my friends, to my family, and to myself. Most importantly, yeah. that I am living life. Right. That I'm living life to its utmost potential, you know, intellectual potential. Physical potential, emotional potential, even even financial potential. You know all of these things, all of these things. So I mean, I I just came back here with with kind of a, a reinstated vigor. Like, man, listen, this life is good. This life you and I live together is good. So let's enjoy it. Let's keep doing what we do. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. How did you feel about the trip? I thought it was amazing. I mean, for me, it was a chance to kind of relax and de-stress primarily and not to be so much in like the caretaker mode as much, you know, cure my exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was exhausted. Yeah. I really was. And I found just talking to different people who were in their own struggles in different places with their own health, some People very, very seriously ill. Other people kind of on a path to recovery like you, you know, from surprise things, but not really, you know, like terminal illness or anything, was enlightening because it's always inspiring to see other people do the hard work that I feel like our lives are filled with so much noise and so much busyness that distracts us from the fact that we don't, as a rule, I think, really do the hard work of living, which is not about going to the job or going to school or, you know, earning money or, you know, going out or however it is that you structure your day. The hard work of living is being true to yourself and to honoring yourself and honoring your truth and living out of it. And the reason why it's hard work is because everything that we hear all the noise that's outside, all the program we get, says that that's not really important. What's important is acquiring things. What's important is experiencing other people doing what's important to them. Oh, sis, look. There's the butterfly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, exactly. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's that's part of it, Internet. Part exactly. of it is, is um, man, listen, uh, uh, a couple years ago, when uh, when I didn't want to be a part of the Combat Jack Show podcast any longer, uh huh, and all I wanted to do was go fly kites. Yeah, a lot of people asked me, "Man, what are you doing? Right, like 
Like, how could you, how could you like, not be here? Like, what like is, what's going on? There's got to be something going on. And all I wanted to do was to tune out, to turn off. Yeah. And, and put a kite up in the air and just watch it fly and, and you know, and, and get that, catch that peace right. that I wasn't experiencing. Well, I think also what I learned is that to pay attention to those moments because really what you're doing, I think, in that moment when you're saying you want to go fly a kite, yes, you want to kind of turn off or turn down and, and you want this peace, but really what you want, what you're saying is that you need to create a space so you can hear yourself because mm-hmm. there's so much noise. Mm-hmm. We are bombarded with noise. Emotional noise, psychic noise, actual noise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a meditation. Yeah. You know, and what a meditation does is it helps you be grounded and centered, and it creates a space in which you can hear yourself. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, oh, this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. So let me go do it without fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, and that's. That's profound, and it's a good reminder, you know? And so I appreciated it for that. I love the mineral waters. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, the mineral waters. Cool and Texas sure. is, you know, we were in the sticks, and yeah, everybody's toting a gun, um, but it's also beautiful. I mean, the sky is so big. It's lush. It was just, it was nice. It was nice, and I appreciated it. Sure, it was. It and was. I was glad to be there with you. It was. It was. It really was nice. It really was nice. And I mean, the great thing was, yeah, we didn't. We didn't have any any uh, multimedia noise. No. Nope. That uh, we're usually buffeted with when we're around yeah. here. And uh, I certainly. Uh, I think I only made one work phone call. <laughs> okay. Me too. I made okay. one, but that was it. Okay. And there was minimal like social media. I mean, none of these things are inherently bad. Mm-hmm. But they just when they become when they replace. Your actual self. That's when the problem happens. That's right. That's right. When they replace yourself, your interactions. Right. Your, your, you know, it's so interesting, the the kind of the terminology we use for communicating. And for years, we've told people to keep in touch. And keep in touch doesn't even mean the physical act of shaking someone's hand or giving someone a hug. It means, you know, sending someone an email or a text message or or a phone call. Dallas, you know what I want you to do? Yes, yes. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. We're not gonna play that song though. We're not gonna do no. Nah, we're not doing. It was a perfect place for it. We're doing too much hippie crap here. I know. The people that listen to this don't want to hear a (laughs) thousand-year-old song. They want to hear some young thug. They want to hear some Ray Shrimmer. Okay. They want to hear some <laughs> cookie head Jenkins. <laughs> they want to hear some AK-47. Yo, what, what was the name of that joint we was listening to last week? Biscuit G? Biscuit G. What was his name? I don't know. I was messing with that. Head Throw a hate on the potatoes. Throw a hate on the potatoes. He totally said that. Yo, we're going we're gonna to play that. that. We're going to play totally that. Because dude definitely said throw a hater on a potato. He totally said that. Throw a potato on a hater. Something like that, yo. On a hater, on a Rockin' gator on the hater, on the hater Bitch, I blow a spread
And I, then I kind of thought about it. Like, I know you, we'll say kids don't be rapping about nothing. But think about this. Think about if you threw a potato on a hater. Like, <laughs> like you could kind of get away with that, couldn't you? I don't know that it would bruise but was them. It, was it a baked potato or a raw potato? Because a raw potato would hurt. I mean, that, a potato a potato going to hurt regardless. But I don't think hurt. it's going to bruise. That's the bomb no, ass thing. I think a raw potato would would bruise. No, I don't believe it. That's would like bruise. throwing a rock at somebody. It's not throwing a rock. The potato totally is, is, like is hard, but it would be absorbed if enough. If you put a potato in a pellet gun, one of those like you know. But no, 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 no. See that? That's not. That's and not then, throwing. That's not throwing. That's shooting a potato. I said, you said throw a potato on a hater. I'm gonna get a potato and throw it at you, and you tell me if you bruise. <laughs> <laughs> if you hit me with a potato. All right. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, I mean, listen, we, I don't like to hold Yaya's hostage, my internet. I don't like to hold Yaya's right, hostage. Well, so, we, we're going to breeze through. We're going to breeze through a couple of things. But um, one thing I wanted to, to talk about is this uh, New York Magazine yes. uh, cover with Serena Williams on yes. it. A lot of y'all have seen the the, the, the Inside, some of the screenshots uh, on the internet where she's on a balance beam, you know, legs akimbo. Akimbo. And uh, you know what I always told you? Like, you know, everyone's seeing her legs akimbo and... Man, listen, all the comments that are going on about, you know, her, her women parts. Internet's, why? Why are people talking about her women parts? Because it's almost like, it's almost like. So is that what they're focused on? Not on her balance or her agility or her flexibility or you, her. You know why they focus on that? Or her. You know beauty? why they focus on that though? Why? Because the universe comes from a black hole. <laughs> eyes rolled. Eyes just rolled on me. I mean, they're focused on that, that because right people there. are base. That right People there, are crass. Do, do you see how low All my right? hands are? That's at the same level as your I like my coffee like I like my women comment. I'm, I detest both of those jokes. I'm just saying that everything you we know in the universe. from saying them again. Everything you forbidden. know. Everything good. Forbidden. Everything joyous. Everything with life in it comes from one place. Don't. Don't. And it shall all Don't. return to that place one day also. It may. It will. It may. It will. That's from whence it come, so, shall, so, so shall, shall it come. Return. <laughs> oh, shut up. I can't with you. Oh, man. Are listen. we done? <laughs> it's time to hang okay, up. Okay, okay, you are, okay. You gonna are turn cut off, off, sir. We're going to turn off. We're going to turn off. We're going to turn off. But, but I tell you what. I tell you what. Always good to kind of take a few minutes, uh, I feel like, to reach out and talk to uh, all of my friends um, on the internet, all of my you know acquaintances, friends, uh, what whatever. All of your people. Yeah, all my my people. folks, my folks, all the people folks. who who think along the similar lines and wavelengths that a chocolate snowflake and I share. I really, I really enjoy y'all. I really, I want to say I love y'all because um, because we appreciate your persistence, your commitment, your attention. And we just appreciate that you are who you are. No doubt. No diggity. No doubt. No doubt. We're glad we're here together. Uh, Peace to my man, Jay Slayer. Peace to his wife, Simone. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Simone. And um, everybody else who's enjoying a birthday. Now, tomorrow, you know, whenever. Whenever whenever your birthday is. Okay. You know, we're not particular. Happy New Year to y'all folks. (laughs) Okay. We just want you to have a good one. And, um, yeah, celebrating 10 years of DallasPen.com uh, being a public forum. All right. We got to work on that, though, honey. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, we're going to put that back. We're going to put okay. that back online. But it's, okay. it's always DallasPen.com. Uh, anytime. Always. Anywhere. No matter where you are. That's right. That's right. But this right here. 
This is the Newlyweds Podcast. It sure is. This is the Newlyweds Podcast. Whoa. Brought to you in Samsonic Sound. From the offices of Dallas Penn and Chocolate Snowflake <laughs> in <laughs> Brooklyn. You sound like you're constipated. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you talk when you're constipated. Like, oh, I gotta go. I'm gonna holler at you guys later. <laughs> Internet, Internet, talk to y'all very soon. Talk to y'all very soon, y'all. Peace. Peace.